Well, well, well. Guess who's back? Back again. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? Did you miss us? Inside the Electric Factory, it's Euler Emotes after a nice little long weekend siesta, rocking and rolling here with you on the uh, airwaves on SNR here for the next 120 minutes. You already know the drill because, I mean, on Friday and yesterday, we got the tweets from you guys. Where's the show? What's going on here? What's going on? Where's the show? So you know where to find us on Twitter. But just a reminder, at Wesley Euler at the body 52 The body. What up, Mozi? Man, another day, another dollar. You know how I'm living, baby. Holla at you, boy. Arthur Motes, uh, the, the, the Twitter.com, they did not let us uh, forget, you know, that we have a responsibility you are to Steelers right. Nation here, all right? Even though we've been, I mean, what? Super Bowl was February 6th? Does that yeah. sound right? It sounds. I mean, just for, for radio purposes, it sounds perfect. So March, April, May, June, July. I mean, it's been over five months since we've seen real tangible football, whether that be in game form, in practice form, in any form. But the power grid, they still need us to deliver, baby. And that's what we're here for, Motsi. Uh, we got some fun planned today on the show. I want to talk about um, upcoming first-time pro bowlers, first-time all-pros, young guys who we think are about to take off. Uh, but Arthur Motes, today, we got to start with the kind of the outrage of the week, right? Because... Uh, that's what we're doing now in Sports Talk Radio. We're finding things to be upset about or things to talk about, things to debate, things to argue. And Arthur Motes, what's that been? what that has been, pardon me, through the, um, what, the first day and a half of this new week here, mm. some Madden 21 ratings. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, you know how this works? Every single year, Arthur Motes, the Madden ratings come out. And certain players are snubbed, certain players are too high, certain players are too low. Obviously, we care more about the Steelers here in Pittsburgh. Obviously, nationally, everyone's always interested to see, all right, how does Madden have the quarterback quarterbacks ranked? All right, we know Mahomes is going to be number one, but what's it look like after that? Arthur Motes, before we get to some of those debates and some of those snubs and some of the disrespect of some Uh-oh. of the Pittsburgh Steelers... Is this something guys in the locker room really care about? Like, like when these Madden ratings come out, did you care? Did your teammates care? Because i got to be honest with you. And maybe eventually it would go away, but I feel like I would care about my Madden rating. Like, everybody who's listened to us for more than 15 minutes knows this. You and I both like video games. You know, we're competitive guys in that regard. Like, I do think that I would, you know, feel disrespected if I thought that I was low-balled on Madden. But is that something that that you cared about, that guys in the locker room really cared about, or does it kind of just vary person to person? Um, We all care about it to an extent. I think the biggest thing, though, when you're talking about just the Madden ratings in general, it depends on which stage of your career you're in. Hmm. Like, I feel like early on, it's like a big, big deal because, I mean, it's your first time being on the game. You're a hype. Yeah, you want to see what it is. And then, obviously, when you start venturing into the 90 and up club, that's a whole nother level, too. But I think overall, man, I mean, because when they release them as well, it's usually right before training camp. So you typically, you know, it's just that little dead period of time. So you know they're going to dominate that the, the media waves and you have to hear about it and things along that nature. But overall, I really don't feel that it, it bothers guys so much once the season gets here. It's just during this time frame right now where there's nothing going on. I mean, you, you're you going to get talked about it, yep. your friends hitting you up about it. But I think the thing that will make you the most mad is if you know you're supposed to be a lot higher than what they truly have you as. And that can depend on the person and their personal 
uh, opinion of themselves. Sure. Like for me, a lot of the times I felt like, okay, man, they, they got my rating pretty cool. Unless it was like the awareness or the coverage and stuff like then I'm getting a little hot. But my <laughs> overall rating, I'm like, all right, I'm not tripping on that because I know, all right, once the season gets here, I make a couple of plays, they're going to boost it sure. up anyway. And they update the rosters right. week to week during so, the regular so, so season. So that was always my thought process with it. But you do get the guys who feel like they're supposed to be in them 90s. <laughs> And they don't hit them 90s. And that's where you're like, all right, play. How you got this guy rated that high and I'm rated over here? Like, this, we got to talk about this. Where are you at, you little Madden geeks? You little Madden punks? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Yeah, who's the I guy need to behind come find these you? ratings? All right? At least we know the pro football focus and some of those ratings that we disagree with. We know who's behind those. Right, right. We don't know who's behind these yeah. ratings. Uh, Arthur Motes, so you said it. it. It's kind of a dead period normally this time of year, especially in this mm-hmm. year of our Lord 2020 and everything that has transpired over the last you know five months or so with the pandemic. So we really got nothing else to be mad about, so I'm going to be pissed about this. I'm going to be ticked <laughs> off. A lot of people are talking about TJ Watt. A lot of people are talking about Minka Fitzpatrick. We'll get to their ratings. We'll talk about Ben Roethlisberger. Joe Hayden's an 83 overall. Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? Listen, I think Watts, I think TJ Watt is a little low. I think Michael Fitzpatrick is a little low. Joe Hayden is getting absolutely low-balled. 83 overall? What are we talking about here? No, man. Well, this is my theme, and when I think of Joe's rating, I definitely think it's low. But at the same time, I want to know what's their thought process behind it because remember we talked about during the season how we felt that Steven Nelson was playing at an extremely high level. Does that play into it? Because Steven, from my understanding, is rated low as well. He is. He's an 81, it looks like, according to rumors. Right, but my thing is if people were viewing Steven at times to be up there or better than Joe, because remember, even when Tredavious White and Stephon Gilmore, I mean, more so when Gilmore won player of the year, defense player of the year, remember, people were pulling up the stats of Steven Nelson, they were pulling up Tredavious White and things like that, and seeing where those guys are rated also, if those are the guys that they were trying to make most comparable to Gilmore, well, I wonder, does that play a role in terms of Joe's lower rating that's all I can think of in that regard. I don't wonder. I just look at yeah, it as man. disrespect. 83. So uh, the lowest that we know is Al Villanueva, 82. Mm-hmm. So that means Steven Nelson is lower than an 82. That means Big Ben is lower than an 82. But remember, was it last year Ben like at a 78 going into the season or something? 80. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was super low anyways. The disrespect. TJ Watt is an 86. That's low. That's disrespectful. I don't think it's quite as disrespectful as Hayden because I would yeah. have TJ Watt at like a 90, 91. Uh, yeah, I'll have him 90. So, I mean, yeah. he's a few He's a few points off. Yeah. Like Hayden, I would have probably seven or eight points higher than he is. So would you have Hayden as a 90? I'd have Hayden as like an 89 or a 90, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, and I'd have TJ Watt as like a 90, 91. See, because I look at it like this. I feel like TJ is a 90. You could say 91. I think Joe... Even though he's the more accomplished player, I think that right now TJ is more dominant. So mm. I would probably have Joe in like the 86 to 88 range. Okay. Like that's how that's I look fair. at it. Because that's I think fair. of like when we saw last year, we felt that TJ was the best player on defense. Correct. But then at the same time, you got Cam Hayward who was dominant at his position. He's as a well. 90 overall. He's the second yeah. highest behind the Castro who's a 91. Mm-hmm. And so, Cam deserves that ranking, absolutely. Yeah. I just feel like Cam doesn't get the national attention because he isn't as a, as flashy as the Aaron Donalds right. and things which, like that. Which is maybe why this is weird to me, because you're right. Cam doesn't get that national attention, mm-hmm. and Minka and TJ did last year. Correct. Yet Cam's higher than them. Both it's, of them. Yeah. it's a weird, like, they've got Juju in an 86, the same as TJ. If you look at the two Not years that those guys had Not last year, so clearly, you know, Juju's popularity in that realm helps him yes. in that regard, obviously. 
But there's there's some inconsistencies there. Like yeah, because I was like, there's no way that TJ and Juju should have the same rating after last season. And Minka Fitzpatrick's an 87. <sighs> Minka and TJ were on a whole another level yes. in terms of their performance. They should last be 90s year. at least. Yes. If you're gonna have if you're gonna have Cam in the 90s, you're gonna have the Cam. Who would you rate higher though, TJ or Minka? Oh man. Oh man. All right, TJ's at eighty six. <laughs> TJ's at eighty six. Minka's at eighty seven. If I, if, if I, Wesley Euler, were the Madden ratings adjuster, I think I'd have TJ Watt as a ninety one, and I'd have Minka as a ninety. How about that? Ooh, okay, fair enough. And I think I'd leave Hayward at ninety. I think that's fair. Okay. Uh, Pouncey eighty six. I might bump him up a couple points. If we're being honest, Juju after last season, I'd have him probably closer to eighty four than eighty six. But you know, with the with the yeah. potential, um, Hayden, like guys, I, I like what you said. maybe eighty eight, eighty nine for Hayden. See, I have Hayden at eighty eight, eighty uh, eighty six to eighty eight. I would probably have TJ, like you said, maybe one or even with Minka because I feel like Minka, yeah, was dominant. He was for long, long portions of the season last year, and you have to remember he wasn't even here during the off season. He got acquired through trade. You're right. He had no time to get acclimated. Yeah, so I feel like yeah, all of that of plays week. into it, man. No, you're right. I think I would have Juju lower. Juju probably in 82 because I like him. But I could make a case for 80 just because of how bad the performance was last year. Oh, man. This means, too, this means Bud Dupree is no higher than an 80 or an 81 Correct. as well, too. Correct. I'd probably have him 83, 84. I'd, I'd definitely have him, I think, higher than 81. Which is the highest yeah. he can be? I probably what have we know. 83. I think 83 for Bud, just because that was his first time having that type of season. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't have him like an 86, 87, Correct. but I think. But shoot, like man, when I was looking at the Ravens, I don't think that uh, Marcus Peters is up there that high. He's not. He's like an 81 yeah, he, or 82. Yeah, and he weird was all how pro. They pick their, yeah. their spots with that. Uh, last one. Where would you have Deontay Johnson? After last year, that's that's. Oh, man, I have him high seventies, seventy eight, seventy nine. I think, so. I think yeah. that's fair. With again, with a lot of potential, Correct. you know, one good season, and all of a sudden he's like yeah. an eighty five, eighty six. He goes shoots up quick for mm-hmm. you. All right, Motsi. Now we got before we got a break here. We got to talk about these quarterback ratings Uh-oh. real quick. All right. Hey, shout out to the guy, the only guy in the game with ninety nine throwing power. Patrick Mahomes? No, Josh Allen. Is he really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So Mahomes is the only 99 overall quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he's number one, obviously. Anybody could have guessed that. Russell Wilson, number two, 97 overall. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Number three, 94 overall. Motes' boy, Drew Brees. Oh, number Drew four, Brees. 93 overall. T. I wonder what, what, what Sean Payton's rating is. <laughs> His rating is lose in the playoffs. Number five, TB12, 90 overall. Number six, Aaron Rodgers, 89 overall. Number seven, Matt Ryan, 87 overall. Number eight, Deshaun Watson, 86. And then Dak and Wentz. Oh, Moats and I's boys. That's a, that's the split Jeez. the show in half right there. They're tied for ninth and tenth at 84. So overall. whose name was first? Alphabetically, Dak Prescott. Okay, that's all I meant. What? Alphabetically? <laughs> yeah, P comes before W. Oh, you going last name. I thought he was going yeah, first. Yeah, come like, on. We go by last name. Oh, I go by first I name. I got some problems with this. So uh-oh, I'm going to let you I'll let you speak your piece first though. Well, you got anything that you like on this list, uh, dislike on this list? I definitely think Brady is reputation. I'm that, with you. That's super That's one of my high. beefs. Uh, and wow. dude, Breeze is too high at 93 too. I think Aaron Rodgers is too high as well. I mean, neither one. I mean, Drew Brees probably had the best out of all of those guys, but Drew missed 5 games last year due to injury. 
That was my all those guys yeah. should be in the eighties. I agree. And and this is the thing. If they're if all three of those guys are in the nineties, and we talked about Ben can't be any higher than eighty one, mm-hmm. to me, I, I don't I don't see it as that big of a discrepancy when I watch them in real life. I agree. I think Matt Ryan at eighty seven overall is fair. But that's what he always is. That's like, well, yeah, that's yeah, what he should be that's, every that's year. That's Matt Ryan. Yeah. yeah, he's never a ninety. He's not going to be a low eighties. He's just a high eighties guy. But Deshaun Watson, eighty six. I mean, he should be eighty eight. Uh, I mean, look, look at Brady and and I mean, you know, look at some of these guys that are uh, above them. The seasons that they had. And yeah. remember, Madden's always very based off what you did the prior season. Correct. Not what they're projecting. Which and not you've your done. whole career. Yes. Not. It's very much always based off what you did the prior season. I think should Deshaun should be two points higher at yeah. eighty eight. I think Dak and Wentz should both be 86 instead of 84. But I also wonder, what were their ratings last year? Because I, I think, know that plays into it, I think it Dak too. and Carson were the same thing last year. I'm right, pretty sure they were both 84 overall. Wasn't Brady, I thought Brady was higher last year. He was. So, and you're right. They'll never drop a guy like that too much correct. in one they, year. Yeah, they'll drop him a couple of points, but not a ton. Because right. Brady wasn't in the 99 club last year, but he was high 90s last year, along with Breeze and Aaron Rodgers as right, well. Right. So this is a drop for them. But it just kills me, man, when I think of that. Because I'm like, man, these guys are, I mean, solely reputation at this point. Yes. Not saying that they're still not elite quarterbacks, but you can make a debate in terms of are they realistically top five, top ten quarterbacks in the league as it sits today. Right now, yeah. Not reputation, not what they did in previous just years. right Today, now. yes. You can really make that debate. So that's always what I'm thinking of when I think of these ratings. <sighs> man. Any quarterback – on this list that you think could emerge, sorry, not on this list that you think could emerge this season. Last question before we go to break here. Man, it's not on this list. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> you already know where I'm going. Who are you going with? Sam Darnold. Ooh. I, I know he doesn't necessarily, you know, he's like. The ghost seer. The weapons aren't necessarily in his favor, but See, if. See, I would take, I, I tell you, I'd take Josh over him, though, bro. Would you? I would. If you were starting a team in real life right now? I mean, that's what they both did. Same, or, or Weren't they the same draft class, I want to say? No, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you have it. No, but I think you and I can <laughs> both agree, right? We'd take the Bills roster 10 times out of 10 over the Jets roster. True, but not at the time of that draft, though. Hmm. That's true. Now, I also forget, too, but the coaching plays such a large— I was just going to say, yeah. with the Jets, they're healthier on the offensive line, and they get C.J. Mosley back. Yeah. But I just I still don't know if I believe in the bench boss. I don't know. Very true. This this the guy strolling the sideline. I don't know. He got very intense eyes if that's any consolation. Maybe that's why Sam Darnold's yeah. seeing ghosts. <laughs> we'll take your tweets on Madden Outrage at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. The Body. When we come back, who this season could be a first time pro bowler, a first time all pro. That's what we'll discuss on the other side. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to Steelers Blitz. On, oh, my voice cracked there. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, what am I, 19 years old? You're listening to Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
Euler Remote's having some fun on a Tuesday inside the Electric Factory. Get DJ those Wesley Yeller. Get those tweets in. Hey, look, Motsi, last week, right, we had a great day. <gasps> we had a lot of fun uh, with a piece of content that was delivered to us on a platter by one of our listeners. Uh, Virginia's finest, right? Thrash. Um, he gave us the idea of how about your all-time AFC North starting 22, and we had a lot of fun with that. So if anybody's got any other content ideas out there for us, we'll take them. We'll give you credit, all right? We'll give you, you no, know, we producer. No, we won't give you credit. We're going to we'll take give it. you producer credit no, on we the not. show. We're going to just say, hey, look what I came up with. That's what Wes said last week. He said, man, you know, I was mining for content because this is the gold rush. And what I ended up doing was I came up with this idea of the, the best all-time AFC North list. I was like, man, that sounds familiar. He was like, nope, I came up with it all by myself. I said, you sure? What about this tweet? He said, nah, man, I, I was out here slaving all night trying to figure this out. And I was able to do it. And I was like, wow. And then he went ahead and deleted the tweet. Tink. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Tink. So, yeah, just give us the idea and we're going to take it. You'll know in your heart that it came from you, but we're going to tell everybody it was our idea. Tink. Tink. Oh, sorry. Don't mind me. I'm just mining for content over here. Shifting through some content. Tink. Tink. And what we got today, Arthur Motes. Who for each A let's do AF we'll do AFC today, all right? We'll do NFC tomorrow because we gotta we gotta take our time here and spread this out. Uh each team, who's got the best shot of becoming a first time pro bowler or a first time all pro? How about that? You like that as a conversation piece? Uh oh. Is that okay with you? I mean if you wanted to be. All right, you want to start at the front of the AFC alphabetically or at the back of the AFC So we can get to the Steelers quickly or we can tease the Steelers and get to them towards the end. It's up to you, man. You know I don't care. Why We're going to talk me, to the Steelers. We always talk make to the, the Steelers. Decisions. I don't like because, making decisions. Because, man, you, you El Capitan, you're in the con. You're sitting in the con. I'm all sitting right? in the control seat here. Jeez. Right? Have you seen the um, the Mike and the Mad Dog 30 for 30 on ESPN? I have The Mike Francesa I know what it is, and the, and yeah. the Russo. Mm -hmm. You should watch it. It's only like 40 minutes long, so you can get through okay. it really quick. And it's just great about how those two didn't know each other at all, came together to do like the most successful show right, in right. sports talk radio history and one of the one of the points in the documentary they talk about like when they first walked into the studio the first time mm. to do their first show like they had an awkward moment of like all right who sits in the power chair who sits in the con, who man? sits in the power chair all right well you're right arthur Motes. i'm sitting in the power chair so you know what i'll make the decision Let's start at the front of the list. There we right? go. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to start at the back of the list. Why so, I know, because like you, for Euler, I was always nah, at the back. No, 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 man, because you a Ravens lover. That's why you want to start at the beginning of the list. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Heart of our supporters. Next year, we start with Sean Payton. He ain't even in the ASC, but I know how you go. It's cool. That is your boy. Mm -hmm. That is your boy. Mm -hmm. Are the Moats Baltimore Ravens. All right, Rat so, birds. so on offense, a few guys are off the list, right? Um, Stanley's off the list. Lamar's off the list. Because it has to be their first yep. time. Ingram's off the list. Uh, Mark Andrews, I believe, right, yeah, would be off, off the, the list, list as yep. well, too. Then on defense, whew, Peters is off the list. Mm -hmm. Earl Thomas is off the list. Uh, Calais Humphrey. Campbell's off the list. Humphrey's off the Humphrey's list. Humphrey's off the list. <laughs> So with all that in mind, who else? Uh, Judon's off the list. Judon, as well. yeah. yeah. Is Derek Wolf on the list? He might be on the list because he's been like really good. But has he ever been a Pro Bowler? Uh, I'd have to check that out. But I'm gonna go with uh, Patrick Queen. I think I know that's the chalk pick, right? The first round pick from yeah. this past year. Gonna slide nice. right in, slide right in nicely, and uh, start at defense. He's a lot of people start in linebacker position there. Pardon me. A lot of people are predicting, honestly, Patrick Queen to potentially even be a defensive rookie of the year candidate. 
So that might be chalk, Motsi, but yeah, I'm Derek going. Wolf doesn't have a Pro Bowl. Ooh. So that would be the non-chalk pick. But I think I still think I'm going to go Patrick Queen because think about that secondary that's around him. Think about that mm-hmm. defensive line now. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to make a lot of tackles, a lot of plays. I think he's going to look nice in that defense. I'll go chalk. I'll go Patrick Queen. See, now this is my only issue, man. When we talk Patrick Queen, I say to myself, if I'm going to put you on the Pro Bowl team or the All-Pro roster, who would I be taking off? Hmm. The AFC's Pro Bowl linebackers last year were Darius Leonard, Tremaine Edmonds, Dante Hightower. For me personally, if I'm already saying in the back of my mind, one of these guys have to come off for Devin Bush (laughs) – I'm leaning towards Hightower being off that list, but Mm. that's my only dilemma. Do I think Patrick Queen is going to be better than Darius Leonard this year? I personally don't think so. Do I think Patrick Queen is going to be better than Tremaine Edmonds? I personally don't think so. So that's my only dilemma. I think he does have the best shot of being a first-time Pro Bowler on that roster, but... That's just a stacked, stacked, stacked room, man. And then when you talk Derek Wolf. I mean, his work's going to be cut out for him. But the one benefit that he will have is the fact that Calais Campbell is a teammate now in uh, in Baltimore because he could potentially have better stats than him and ultimately get that nod over Calais, who was up there also last year. Also a good point by you. There's, they're going to be eating greedy. Oh, yeah. Because I said, man, Joey Bosa from the AFC team that were DNs, D linemen, I said Joey Bosa's not coming off that list. Hayward's definitely not coming off that list. Calais is up there. Josh Allen from Jacksonville, he's up there. Mm-hmm. Then from there, you have your true DNs and Frank Clark. Hmm. Yeah. Jarrell Casey, you could. Frank Clark, if he stays in Kansas City, is yeah. he coming off there? Jarrell Casey, <laughs> Melvin Ingram. I think you could make a debate in those regards because they're still classified as like your traditional like DN, D tackles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, man, that's going to be tough. Tough. <laughs> that's so the way you're going with. I'm going to go Derek Wolf okay. because there is a lot more opportunity. When I think of a guy like Josh Allen mm-hmm. from Jacksonville, when I think of Calais Campbell, when I think of um, – where else am I looking at this class? Oh, Melvin Ingram and Jarrell Casey. All those guys are classified as DND tackles. Correct. We know Chris Jones is going to be up there. We know Geno Atkins is going to be up there. But those guys that are classified in that DND tackle range – that's very favorable for Derek to potentially get one of those guys out, and it's more of them. Whereas when you're talking about the inside linebacker position, it's only three guys in the AFC that made it. Like I said, Darius Leonard, you had Tremaine Edmonds, and then you had Dante Hightower. Mm-hmm. That's not a lot of opportunities. No, and two of those three guys for sure yeah. aren't going anywhere. Yeah, that's not that's not a lot of opportunities, man. Leonard's not going anywhere. Edmonds yeah. isn't going anywhere for sure, unless like a catastrophic right, injury. Right, they got early injured. Right, that would be different. But barring injury. Those two are young, and those two are only yeah. going to get better. And like I said, for me, if I'm banking on Devin Bush making that jump, <laughs> I'm running out of spots. <laughs> you are. You are. I like it. No, it's a, it's good by you. And a, Any last one on the on the rap birds here? Did you give any consideration to either the rookie J.K. Dobbins or the uh, upcoming sophomore Hollywood Brown? I honestly didn't. I didn't turn, either. I was just curious. Yeah, because when I look at did. the running backs, the running backs in the AFC, mm-hmm. you got Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. who's a man who's going to be in a contract year trying to do his thing. You got Nick Chubb, who led the league in rushing and is also going to be, you know, having his load even lightened a little bit because he's going to have Kareem Hunt for the full time. You have Mark Ingram, who J.K. is going to be splitting carries or uh, 
pr- providing right. a breather for Joe Mixon. So that still doesn't help. Joe Mixon, absolutely. So that's my only thing. Because I say, think of this, man. Joe Mixon didn't even make the Pro Bowl for the AFC. Has Joe Mixon? I thought two years ago he made the Pro yeah, Bowl. Yeah, no, he made it? the okay, Pro Bowl. So but I'm saying last past. year he okay. didn't make yeah, the Pro right, Bowl. Right. Yeah, last year he didn't. But I would put him up there over Mark Ingram. Yes, I would too. So that's my thing. If he Mark could put up big numbers this easily, year, Joe Mixon. Big, he's a fantasy football guy. Yes. Like, if you could get him at like the back end of the first round, that's, a, I think, a potential yeah. really good pick. So that's my thing. And when I think of the running back room, and I'm seeing Mark Ingram up here, and I know that Mark is going to be either yeah. splitting carries or still be the featured guy with J.K. providing rest for him, providing a change of pace for him, that's not going to give him enough opportunities. And I still think that Joe Mixon is going to hop back on this list. All right, let's I get mean, to shoot, and that's before we even think of a guy like L. Bell potentially yeah. reemerging as well, man, with a, a fully healthy offense, a, a revamped offensive line mm-hmm. in, with the Jets now. It's mm, a good point by you. There really are. I mean, there's a dozen really yeah. good running backs in the NFL right now. Absolutely. Buffalo Bills, Arthur Motes, your boys. Let's go, Bubba. Oh, hey, hey, hey. A little bit louder now. Whoa. A little bit louder now. Hey. Uh, NFL.com says Stephon Diggs, Arthur Motes. Um, you know, I never, I didn't realize he never made a Pro Bowl. Me either. And that's obviously that's... a really good one. Wow. Um, the, you know, obviously there's the Josh Allen dynamic there too. But you know what? I went big time chalk last last with, with Patrick mm-hmm. Queen with the Ravens. So I'm going to go anti-chalk here. All right, my guy Tremaine Edmonds is off the board. Mm-hmm. Already done it. Tredavis White's off the board. Mm-hmm. Already done it. Arthur Motes, who do we think is the third trifecta stud on that Bills you, defense? You better go with the young boy, Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver is my pick for Buffalo. That defense, Arthur Motes, they ain't getting any worse. They're Not getting better next year. So I think young. Ed Oliver finally gets some respect put on his name. Stephon Diggs is a great pick, certainly. Uh, he is a fantastic wide receiver. He could certainly uh, get elected to his first Pro Bowl easily. Could easily see that happening. Uh, but I'm going to go non-chalk here. I'm going to go Ed Oliver. So this is my only issue with Ed. I, I'm anticipating him having some type of discipline for the incident mm. that he had this offseason, yeah, which about that. will cut down <laughs> some of his opportunities. I forgot about that yeah. until now. <laughs> and then we also talked about how stacked the D-line is. Even though it's a lot more pieces, I do think it's favorable for him. But my concern is when he misses time, how much will it be and how does he get back involved in, in revamped and caught up to speed from a productivity standpoint. That's my only concern with that. But the reason why I like Diggs, when I look at the AFC receivers that made the Pro Bowl, Mer- uh, was it, uh, Mer- I say Merkley? Hardman, that's how you say it, right? Uh Mi- I, I know Mi- exactly who Mi- you're – McColl? Mi- I think McCole, it is. right? McCole. It's Mar- McCole Hardman. Yeah. I think of him. Andre Roberts made it. Mm-hmm. Then I look at a guy like Keenan Allen, who I think should be up here. Yeah, DJ, uh, DJ, uh, oh my God, the guy in Jacksonville. Oh yeah. my goodness! <laughs> but you're right. I mean, yeah, they, like I think of that, and I'm like, bro, if he made that, or Cortland Sutton, uh, yeah. Cortland Sutton out in Denver, I don't see those guys you're being right. more now productive than Diggs. Along with me anticipating yeah. Josh Allen, if Josh Allen, for Josh Allen to take a huge step forward, Diggs, Diggs has, has to, to be the guy. Yep. 100%. Diggs, Diggs has proven with. Very unique quarterback play between mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins and with Case Keenum Case that he can be very productive. 
And you have to assume that his touches are going to go up because he doesn't have a Thielen on the team. Correct. John Brown is good. John Brown's a thousand-yard receiver, but John Brown isn't the same type of volume catcher like a Adam Thielen. John Brown is more run-out-the-catch, deep-threat type of guy. So with that being the case, I'm assuming that Diggs is going to have a lot more opportunities. Hmm. And That's a good point by you. And when I think of a guy like Cortland Sutton, He's not going to be the feature in Denver. Not with them drafting. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on those two. The young boy that they drafted. Not Judy. They had the other guy. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Riggs. Is it Riggs? No, no. Henry Riggs went no. to uh, Oakland. No, he went to Oakland. Yeah. Um, CeeDee Lamb went to Dallas. Is Judy. Is it? Yeah. Jerry yeah, Judy. Jerry Judy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah, but with them picking up Jerry Judy, I anticipate him getting a lot of touches out there. So that's going to hold him back in that regard. And like I said, with Hardman... I think he's still going to be competing with a Tyree Kill who's up here as well, mm-hmm. with a Sammy Watkins who's going to be trying to get a new contract, mm-hmm. with the Travis Kelsey. I just think it's multiple it's crazy, things that are going to take this away now. from You're him. Right? Look at the list: the best five to ten wide receivers in the league, and how many are in the NFC? Right. Most of them. Most of them are. Most of them are. I mean, Julio, mm-hmm. Michael Thomas. We're talking Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I got to and, and think Ooh. about this. DeAndre Hopkins had an AFC spot DeAndre last Hopkins year. He's in the NFC now, year. so He's, that's going to yeah. open things That's up the over guy here. that I, was, I knew that there was someone yeah. I was forgetting. But that opens things up for, mm. for uh, Diggs yeah, as well. Yeah, I guess you could argue, like, oh, doesn't Odell Beckham get back in there? But, like, well, this is my thing. I think there's if so Odell, many mouths to feed on I that I think offense. if Odell does get in, Jarvis Landry falls off Correct. of it. So that is a swap out right that's there. That's true. Yeah. That's a, look at you. With your astute points, Arthur Motes. Well, because that's how I always think of it. I'm like, I can't. I mean, it's no different. When we talk about no, this, right. the snubs, right? Right. Oh, he got snubbed up the list. Okay. Well, if he's snubbed, who would I take off that doesn't belong up there? Or if this guy's gonna make it, right? <laughs> from last year's gonna uh, just not right. have as good of a season. Absolutely. As they did last so year. who is that person gonna be? So that's what I always There's have some to think of. There, wide yeah. receiver. That's but good, I definitely think Diggs. Diggs might have the best opportunity out of everyone right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're looking at this list. Because just like you said, all the top receivers are in the NFC right now, the majority of them. I mean, for the AFC standpoint, who's your best receiver in the AFC right now? You probably go Tyreek Hill, maybe? I think I would. Yeah, without. I mean, Hopkins is gone. Who else would we. You can make a case. Green just sat for a whole season. Two seasons now. You can make a case for Odell, but like I said, we're. Make a case for Odell. I'd go with Tyreek over him right now. That's a great point by you. It really is. I mean, if I were to list the top five wide receivers in the NFL right now. Keenan Allen is probably. He, he's going to be top Four two, top three in the would AFC. Be in, would yeah. be in the, I mean, because think about it. Julio, Hopkins, mm-hmm. Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Those four are in my top five for sure. That's where you even get to uh, Tamari Cooper. Yeah. You didn't even name him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. I mean, Kenny Galladay really is good, a pro bowler as well in the NFC. really good wide receivers yeah. in the NFC. All right, Motes, before we go to break here, let's do the Bengals because this one's easy for me. Uh-oh. Um, it's not Joe Burrow. I know that everyone probably thinks that's the obvious answer. Look at the young AFC quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, that's not Patrick happening. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Like, Burrow's going to take one of those guys' spots? Not this year, certainly nah. not. we got to see him first. So I'm going to go Jonah Williams. Ooh. I, I do think, Motsi, if, okay, if, if, okay. if you look at the talent at the tackle position in the AFC, I'm not saying it's bad. But I certainly think that there's there's room for some emergence there. Jonah Williams was a guy who checked all the boxes Very coming out of college. He's had a redshirt year to recover from that injury and maybe learn the playbook and let things slow down mm-hmm. around him. The verdict's out on Cincinnati, right? But I think right. you and I have discussed this. We both agree. They could have an offense that puts up some numbers this year. They definitely could. And yeah. if, if that happens, if their offense does well, I think Jonah Williams, with a lot of other guys, will get some credit in that regard. I'm going to go Jonah Williams. 
I actually like that pick a lot because when I look at the tackles from the AFC, they made it Ronnie Stanley, Laramie Tunsil, mm-hmm. Orlando Brown Jr., and then Trent Brown. I personally feel, though, because of the hype surrounding Joe Burrow, if he keeps him clean, yep. even if Joe Burrow has just an average season or a decent season, mm-hmm. if he keeps him clean, though, he's going to get so much credit. Yep, <laughs> right. So much credit. And that because definitely would give him a boost. line was a disaster last Absolutely. year, too. So it's going to stand back, out. It was all because of him. Right. It's going to stand <laughs> out in a large way. And I don't think that Orlando Brown Jr. or Trent Brown are established enough to get the sure nod like a Ronnie Stanley or like a Laramie Tunsil. You know how certain guys, regardless of if you have a great season or not, because of your name, you're going to get in. Those two guys have that right now, whereas Orlando Brown Jr. and Trent Brown don't necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see that. I even thought about a guy like Tyler Boyd for the simple fact that mm-hmm. when I talked about it's a good one. the receivers That's in the one. AFC, it's still going to be wide open in terms of having an opportunity to take one of those spots. A.J. Green's back, take some pressure off Absolutely. of him. And then you have Joe Burrow, who's going to be far and away better than Ryan Finley was last year. So I think all Maybe of those T. Higgins things too is a weapon that absolutely. T- takes eyeballs off. All of, Boyd. of those things boost for Tyler Boyd because he's already proven too in terms of being a consistent receiver in this league, being a really good receiver in this league. Whereas T. Higgins is going to have to adjust, and we talked about no all season that's going to play a role. Yeah, it's true. That's we talk about AJ Green and his health. It's still up in the air in terms of if he's fully healed or not. I know we're going to play the game of, oh, he's healed. He posted a picture, said he was good to go, so he's good to go. But we know how that works sometimes. But for me, when I think of a guy like Tyler Boyd, I say, man, he's proven that he can excel in this league. And he's done it with, like I said, very shoddy quarterback play. So with that being said, I think that he can definitely make this list because, I, I mean, I listed off the AFC wide receivers in the last, what we were just talking about with Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. So it benefits him just as much as it benefits Diggs. Astute observations, as always, from Professor Motes. We're going to take a break here, but when we come back, we'll continue with this list. AFC teams and who has the best chance on their roster to make their first Pro Bowl, make their first All-Pro. That is our topic du jour. Get those tweets in. We'll get to them in hour number two inside the Electric Factory. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Future Pro Bowlers and all pros in the AFC. That is our topic here as we roll along inside the Electric Factory. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler with you here on Steelers Blitz and we finished last segment with Cincinnati so why don't we just go across the turnpike in the Buckeye State uh, it's just uh, yes. des- it's just a desolate landscape of bad football as we cruise across the Buckeye State just well I guess there's pretty good college football there but there's just it's des- decent, it's decent. just a desolate professional sports landscape as we drive across Ohio to Cleveland Arthur Motes the Browns this is another tough one because the roster has a ton of guys who have been all pros, who have been pro bowlers. Yeah. Uh, OBJ, Jarvis, Austin Hooper, who just came from the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, Chubb and Kareem Hunt, both. Uh, Joel Batonio and uh, the newly added Jack Conklin on the offensive line. Uh, the two big names on defense, Miles Garrett and Denzel Jeez. Ward, have both been there, done that. So maybe you might think Baker Mayfield 
right? For former first-round pick. Okay, he's finally got all the weapons. He's got the offensive line. But again, who from the AFC is he going to surpass? Well, and the thing is, not I said, Mahomes. I looked at I looked at the quarterbacks not last Lamar. year. They had three that made it initially. Not Watson. Three that made it initially was Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson. Obviously, Mahomes set out because of the Super Bowl. So then they voted Ryan Tannehill in. We don't so anticipate. I'm only saying three. I mean, you're right. What it is, is the thing? We don't anticipate Cleveland going to the Super Bowl next year. Correct. So that means there will be another <laughs> AFC representative more than likely in the Super Bowl, okay? So if that is the case, there will be one alternate spot. Hmm. <laughs> is Baker that guy, though? Would you take a Baker over a Joe Burrow? Would you take Baker over a Sam Darnold? Baker over a Josh Allen in that spot? Ben. Baker over Ben. And that's, see, I would I, not. No. I was trying I'd to be a homer. I'd take I, I, the f- I was being a homer, and I, I didn't I want to put Ben in because Ben's going to be in the Super Bowl, so he's not going to be playing in this game. Well, right, but that was like Mahomes last year, so Ben's going to have to get replaced. Still gets through, he still gets yeah. denied, though. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, no, I, I would take that field over Baker for sure, yeah. like like without a doubt, for sure. That's my only thing, man. I could go, you know, I could make an argument for my guy Carl Joseph on defense. I mean, what are we uh, talking about? But uh, this is the chalk pick. I'm going to go J.C. Treader. Uh, good center. This is his seventh NFL season, right? I think seventh NFL season, something like that. Six or seventh right. NFL season, heading into his seventh NFL Ooh. season. Offensive line has been revamped. Offense that could be dangerous and put up a lot of numbers. Ooh. You're grinning over there like there's somebody obvious that I'm forgetting. No, 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 no. I'm just looking at the center position for the AFC. I mean that too. It's but what dogs. else am I going to go with on God, that team? What else dog. am I going to go with on that roster? It is some dogs over there. What else am I going to go with on that roster? Uh He's not getting pouncy. Ryan no. Kelly, nah. Mm-hmm. Rodney Hudson is probably his best bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's tough. He was all pro. <laughs> That's tough. I think I'm gonna go with JC Trevor. Alright, alright. I'm, I'm sticking with my I'm sticking with my re- final answer, <clears throat> Regis. Okay, so oh, man, that's tough. Cause in my mind I'm thinking the corner they drafted was what, greedy? Correct. But my only issue is they don't list these guys as corner. They just have them as DB. DB. And there was a lot in the AFC. Obviously, you have Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Tredavious White, huh, Gilmore. We felt like Joe. I mean, Joe was up here. Did Joe did not make it last year. Whoa. Am I tripping there? Hmm. No, Joe did make it last year. Okay, I'm not going to say, say yeah, I thought Joe so. definitely Joe made Hayden, it last right? year. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a lot of room for any of those guys. Nope. <sighs> JC might have the best bet looking at a guy like Rodney Hudson. But I still feel like And also too, you know, Pouncey's gonna be in the Super Bowl. So they'll have to take a fourth true, they'll have true. to take a fourth center. But I look at it this way, man. I personally would lean more towards Baker having that opportunity. Hmm. If a guy like Ryan Tannehill can grow, can get in as an alternate, right? I personally feel that Baker is a better quarterback. So from just the alternate standpoint, that would be the argument I'd have to make. No, that's fair. I think that would be the guy and, and we that has know the best chance. Quarterbacks, especially mobile guys, they deal with injuries. Yeah. And so any one of those quarterbacks could Very be true. injured. They could be in the Super Bowl like we yeah. talked about. Well, and we talk about how when you just, if you don't look at the Browns from an organizational standpoint or don't look at them from a defensive standpoint, you just look at their offense. Dude. 
Dude, they have potential to have a top five offense in the league, dude. without a doubt. If you're playing, we were talking about Madden earlier. Oh, you're, you're picking the Madden, Browns' if you're offense. You're playing dude. Madden. What offense would you rather have than that one? Like, dude, you're loaded two, wide receiver, two thousand yard receivers, two thousand yard receivers, two, two dogs tight ends, at tight end, two, they, two stuns and running back. Revamp the offensive line. line. Yeah, man. A former first overall quarter, first overall pick quarterback, still on his rookie deal. J.C. Treader, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna go bigger. Okay, I'm like going it. bigger, bro. Because like that it's it set up for him to be successful. See, I thought we were gonna. I thought you and I were gonna disagree, or, or we're going to agree on most of these. And I feel like we've disagreed on. We have on been disagreeing on a lot. I like yeah, it. I like it. Uh, I don't think we'll disagree on this one. No explanation needed. Denver Broncos, Bradley Chubb. Thank you. That's all I got to say. 12, yeah. 12 yeah. sacks in 2018 as a rookie. Was injured last year. He'll be back this year. It's Bradley Chubb. Best yeah, pass rusher nobody talks about. Absolutely. And, it, and and depending on if you want to class him as a DN or outside linebacker, Matt yeah. Judon, you would be gone. Yep. And then if we're going the DN route, well, hey, Melvin Ingram. Uh, you yeah. might have to get the yeah, yeah, You got to go. You might or, have to or, get the or, or we could mix it. You want to play a little bit? Okay, Josh Allen. All right, you got to go, Mr. DN. Calais Campbell, you got to go. Like That's how we feel about Bradley Chubb around here. He's yeah. a beast. When healthy, he's proven that he's one of the, the, the good guys in this league in terms of rushing the pass. He can rush with the best of them. So. I gotta tell you, quick, dude. You know what's crazy? Though? What's crazy? And then I gotta tell you a quick Bradley Chubb story. Don't let me forget. <sighs> Actually, it's not crazy. You're good. <laughs> did you just think you stumbled upon something? And I then did for a second. I was like, oh, all right, I misread that. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Brad, my quick Bradley Chubb story and why I love this guy so much. His last year at NC State, right? Mm-hmm. He was kind of like what I just said about Moats. And everybody who's I, I use this line a lot. If you listen to this show for more than 15 minutes, you know I'm obsessed with college football. College football on Saturdays. It's funny because six days a week my life is football, but the one day a week that I get off during football season, Saturdays, college football is my life because I, I love it. College football is my favorite spectator sport. It's always has been. It and always Chipotle will be. is my life. And Chipotle so, is your life, right? Like this is too right. Like working in professional sports, you know, for the last like six or seven years of my life. I'm still a fan of all the teams that I was, but it changes your perspective on things, Correct. Mo. It's like, you know what I'm talking about here. College football, to me, it'll it'll always be just that pure joy. I love it. I loved Bradley Chubb at NC State. Like I said, uh, he was the most underrated passer in college football. They were playing Florida State, Arthur Motes, okay? Week two of the week three of the college football season. This was like three years ago when he was his, his last year at NC State. Mm-hmm. NC State, Florida State, week three of the college football season. Florida State had lost their quarterback, and their best tackle, offensive tackle, to injury. Mm. And they had had their Week 2 game canceled because of weather, because of the hurricane. So NC State was playing Florida State with a first-time quarterback, a first-time left tackle, and they hadn't played a game in two weeks because of the weather. NC State was getting 10.5 points. They were (laughs) 10.5 point underdogs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Bradley Chubb is going to blow up Florida State's offense the whole game. Like, they're going to have no... And that's exactly what happened. Uh, I took... Them, I took NC State money line, and they beat as ten and a half point underdogs. Mm. They beat Florida State by like two touchdowns, and Bradley Chubb had like three and a half sacks and a forced like fumble. It. And so I, I like love Bradley Chubb ever since then. He crushed it for me. That was one of the first big sports bets I made when I was, Shut you know, up. when I was getting into it four or five years ago. When I was still, you know, living in Philly, and we were working doing shows in Atlantic City at the time, and in Delaware, and you could sports bet out there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love Bradley Chubb, and he is both. Of our answers. Arthur Motes, before we go to break, how about the Houston Texans? Uh-oh. It's got to be a wide receiver right now. I mean, uh, Hopkins gone. Somebody's got to. Who do they have? Uh, Brandon uh, Brandon Cooks. They traded for him. Brandon Cooks, yep. Will Fuller. Yeah, because on defense. They have Randall they... Cobb, too, don't they? Has he ever been a pro bowler? I don't think he has. I don't know. 
on defense, you already have JJ who's been in there. You have uh, McKinney who's been in there. I'm going to go Brandon Cooks. Uh, I am. Like you said, the wide receiver, there's a lot to be desired there in the AFC. Hopkins is gone. It should be opportunity for him, healthy in a new offense. I'll go Brandon Cooks. Well, yeah, it's hard for me to debate that one um, because I definitely feel like Brandon Cooks will be the – excuse me, the best receiver on that team. I mean, when you look at a guy like, what, Randall Cobb or Will Fuller, they still aren't in uh, Brandon Cook's vein. I mean, you talk about how Brandon Cook's, he's had, what, four or five, well, I think it's three or four uh, thousand-yard receiving Correct. seasons. And he's done it in different locations. He did it in New England. He's did it with uh, with LA, L.A. With the Rams. So he's it's not as if he's a system guy or he only does what a particular he's quarterback. He's the opposite. He goes yeah, to any system. It doesn't matter. He's going to get off. And when you think about him going to to the Texans, you know Deshaun Love when he finds his guy, he loves his guy. He's gonna find a way to force feed him. Cooks is that type of guy, and uh, Cooks is a lot faster than DeAndre Hopkins. So you know Deshaun likes to stretch the field and go deep. This is perfect for Brandon Cooks because that's his strength. So I could, I, I definitely think it'll be Brandon Cooks. I and like we it. talked about the AFC receivers too. Yeah, it's wide open. It is wide, it's wide open. open. Just like the tweets are at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. <laughs> Dumb. Wide open for hour number two of the show. We will finish up this debate about first-time AFC Pro Bowlers and All Pros, and we will get to your tweets in hour number two. So 60 minutes in the books, 60 to go. Come back with us on the other side. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steelers Nation. How we doing? Happy. Well, that's good. <laughs> Me too. Hour number two, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler with you here. Steelers Blitz on SNR. Yins know the drill. Get those tweets in. It's hour number two. Also, it's time for my weekly podcast plug here, Arthur Motes. If you want the show on demand, commercial-free every single day. Commercial-free? Just search Steelers Blitz. That's Blitz with a Z. Oh, like Zlatan Ibrahimovic? <laughs> like Zoltan. Steelers Blitz with a Z, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us there. Commercial-free every single day. Arthur Motes, we roll along here with our predicting future Pro Bowlers, all pros for AFC teams. We're doing each team here. Up next, we've got the Indianapolis Colts. And this is another tough one, right? Because a lot of the big names are already gone. They've gotten the accolades that they deserve, Quinn right? Nelson, Darius mm-hmm. Leonard, mm-hmm. Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.Y. Yeah, T.Y. I was going to say, what's the young boy? Oh, man. Um, a really good offensive line there. There's some guys that I could go with on the offensive line. And, and you might, you know, you chuckle at me. I like to do things like this, right? Moats is more the level-headed researched emotional calculate or sorry non-emotional calculated guy <laughs> i'm the emotional heartstrings shiny silver object in guy. the words of Jalen rose i measure twice and cut once correct <laughs> i cut once and then i go oh crap you're right i really should have done that first <laughs> i'm going with the local guy all right i've talked about him before i uh-oh, believe in him he's uh-oh. had some run luck with injuries but there's a reason why that he only played football in high school his junior and senior year didn't start playing football till he was a junior in high school 
and he ended up at Ohio State. And he only played two full seasons at Ohio okay, State okay. before he was a top 15 pick. Okay. I'm going with Malik Hooker. I love it. Western Pennsylvania, yeah. Newcastle zone. I called his high school football games. I called his state championship game his senior year. I love this kid. I always have. I still believe in him. I'm going with Malik Hooker. Man, I absolutely love that pick. Actually, yeah. that's the guy I was thinking as well. I, I said, man, people can make a debate for, uh, was it Braden Smith or whatever? But for me, I, I just think that would be, that's the low hanging fruit right there. That's too easy. A guy like Malik Cooker, when healthy, we feel like is a top DB defensive mm-hmm. back in this league. Mm-hmm. I mean, his, his numbers have shown it. When you watch it, I mean, he passed the eyeball test. He's just a very productive player. The biggest thing has been the injuries. Now you factor in that he's going to have stable and steady quarterback play on the offensive side. That means that he's not going to be on the field as much. Mm. I like that a lot. Now, I, like I thought about that. Marlon Mack as well, but I I want to say Marlon. Did Marlon have a, a Pro Bowl? I, I think he I does. I he does. I think he does. Because I was thinking about him if he hasn't had one. I feel like he has. I'm pretty sure he has. No, he hasn't. Oh, wow. That would be a really good answer, too. Well, there you go. (laughs) So as much as I like Malik Cooker, I'm very high on Malik. I'm even higher on a guy like Marlon Mack because in that offense with stable quarterback play, I know how productive he can truly be. Along with the fact that you have a T.Y. Hilton outside, that's, I mean, the the O-line is built for to protect the passer and to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the type of runner that Marlon Mack can be when healthy, when given opportunities the year where they had that nice little playoff run. Mm-hmm. It was Marlon Mack, man, being just dominant out there. He makes guys miss in space. He can, like I said, run between the tackles. He checks a ton of boxes off in that regard. And when I'm looking at the AFC running backs, Mark Ingram is a guy that could potentially take a hit here because of him having to either split carries or have a guy like J.K. Dobbins be getting you know a larger portion or potentially be the guy who's going to give him breathers and stuff. Whereas with Marlon Mack, he doesn't have to worry about that. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be the sole feature, and he's playing indoors. He doesn't have to worry about the weather for eight games, baby. Mm-hmm. Nothing like playing when it's perfect conditions, always sunny. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Up next, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, is it Jaguars? Arthur Motes, I'm thinking about the names because this is really bad, right? Like, how many Jacksonville Jaguars can I even name right now? Uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey's gone. Calais Campbell's gone. AJ Bouye's gone. Jalen uh, Ramsey gone. Telvin Smith has already had a Pro Bowl, so he's whoa, whoa, off the hey, list. Man, don't, don't be, hey, hey, easy with the Telvin. You know, he got he got some legal issues he's fighting right now. Oh, does he? Yeah, we'll talk off. Okay, okay, you okay. You don't want them problems okay. right now. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, <laughs> right? He's gonna be gone. I yeah. Mean, uh, Leonard Fournette made the Pro Bowl his rookie year, I believe. Correct. Yeah. So he's off the list. What about Minshew Mania? <laughs> no. How about offensive line? I don't think I've gone with an offensive lineman. Uh, no, I didn't. I passed up on Cleveland. I passed up on the Colts. I'm gonna go offensive lineman here. How about Brandon Linder, the center? How about that? I know AFC, you got Pouncey, you got some names there. I mean, I thought you said J.C. Treader as well, though. Oh, I did say J.C. Treader. Yeah, right. We're we running okay. out of spots now. All right, you're right. Running out of spots, baby. Oh, gosh. Has Miles Jack made a Pro Bowl? Right. Has he? I don't uh, think he has. I don't think he has. But Miles kind of fell off, though, he man. He did. He did. He, he had so much hype coming into the league. Man, I remember guys that evaluated him coming out, and they talked about how just as a linebacker, he looked Amazing footwork. I mean, mm-hmm. no, he's never had like a, a running back. He's almost. never had a Pro Bowl or an All Pro. Yeah. 
Uh, CJ Henderson, the chalk pick, the rookie corner, but man, that's tough. There's a lot of good corners in the AFC, AFC as well. I feel like you got a good answer here, Motsi. What's you, who you got for the Jaguars? You feel like I got a good answer. Are you doing the same uh, you, uh, no, non-answer that I've given? Yeah, because I say, who is he taking from the AFC? You're not getting uh, Joe Hayden. Mm-hmm. Not Tredavious White. Not Gilmore. Not Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. Not Marlon. Or, you know, you could make a case for Marcus Peters, maybe. <sighs> yeah. For debating purposes. For debate purposes. Yeah, for embracing You debate. could make a case I mean, for Marcus Peters. I mean... I mean, I mean, do you think he's going to have another season like how he just had? Because, I mean, up until last year, I mean, he was on a decline a little bit. It's true. It's true. But the problem with that is this, man. When you talk about <laughs> C.J. Henderson playing in Jacksonville, do you anticipate the Jaguars playing with the lead or playing behind? Playing behind. So he's going to probably have 100 tackles. Hmm. Not a lot of opportunities in the past game, though. It's true. That's my only issue with that. So where are you going? Yannick hasn't left yet, has he? He has not. Technically, he hasn't. Technically, he has not. So from a technical standpoint, we know how good he is. (laughs) And since technically he hasn't left, (laughs) you could assume that, hey, he's going to play a little bit hard because of the contract. You know what I mean? He tried to get the money and then get up out of there. (laughs) So from a technical standpoint, if I got to pick somebody. From somebody. the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, somebody. I'm gonna go with Yannick because I'm not a I'm not a Minshew mania guy. No. I think he could be an okay, like he could have a nice career as a backup, yeah. you know, serviceable guy, but not as a Pro Bowl. He could be like Brian Hoyer in the stinking AFC where there's be, a lot of good be, quarterbacks. Be Brian Hoyer, yes. man. Then that's a great career. That's a great career, for, particularly for a six round pick. You take Absolutely, that all day, be, baby. Be Brian Hoyer. Kansas City Chiefs. Arthur Motes. Some people are cheating with this one. Saying this is so disrespectful. Bro, but this is the thing. He's never been to a Pro Bowl, He's, but he has been an All-Pro. But no, no, no. This is the thing. How, bro. How's he Mitchell never been to a Pro Bowl? Is That's a insane. beast. He, we could argue he's the best right tackle in football. Easily can make that, that argument. Absolutely. With your boy Lane Johnson. Wait, what happened? Stop it. <laughs> so the fact that he hasn't made a Pro Bowl, I think, is just asinine to me, man. So, yes. Mitchell Schwartz should definitely be a Pro Bowler, yeah. bro. For the Pro Bowler conversation, it's 100% him. Uh, I mean, like he's I said, he's a first he's a first team All Pro, not second team, not an alternate All Pro. No, he's first team. Motes, if he wins another Super Bowl or two, he could be a gold jacket guy. Like, dude, this is insane. And he's never been to a Pro Bowl. I don't I don't get it. You know where I'm going though here, because if I'm going by the no Pro Bowl, no All Pro, mm-hmm. give me Run C E H, baby. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, he going to put up some big numbers nah, in that offense man. this season. Come on. Come on. Come on, baby. That's funny. I just don't know where else where else to go. Other than well, Mitchell that's the Swartz. thing. There are not a lot of opportunities no. outside of Swartz. So, ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because Tyree Matthews already been it. Frank Clark, Chris Jones. Everybody mm-hmm. on offense has been it. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to say uh, uh, Cameron Ewan. I, I, I don't. I mean Cameron Irvin. I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you gotta make a debate, you could go with Clyde. C-E-H. I mean, and he's. I mean, the the running back position in the AFC, mm. it definitely is favorable for him. Like I talked about, man, you got a guy like Derrick Henry. Who, okay, you can assume that he's going to still be up there because he's going to be the feature guy. But a guy like 
uh, Nick Chubb, you can make a debate that with yeah. Kareem Hunt being back, that's going to take down his mm. productivity, take down the opportunities that he does have because Kareem is too good of a back to just sit and, and just solely be a third down guy. So you know that he's going to get some more opportunities. And we talked about uh, Mark Ingram, who's also going to be in a similar situation. But we know with Kansas City, with Mahomes, he's going to be airing it out. But we also know that, hey, he doesn't mind getting into a guy like Clyde in space early and often. And we mm-hmm. saw what a guy like Kareem Hunt looked like in that offense as right. well. right. C E H. Yeah, I'll go with Clyde. C- I don't have an issue with that. H. Let's go, Clyde. All right, let's do it. Let's stay in division here, too. Uh, we'll move cities, but same division. The Las Vegas. <laughs> Most, this, is, this is another one I didn't even have to think about this for a second. I only just had to double check that he wasn't one last year. Josh Jacobs. Oh, no brainer. <laughs> right? No like, brainer. What are we talking about here? Listen, any, anybody that says Jonathan Abram, you just like hard knocks. That's about it. <laughs> Because there's no indication right now that tells you that Jonathan Abram should be a pro bowler. Nor do you – I mean, who is he taking off the list? Let, let's go – let's let's talk mm-hmm. the, the AFC Saints that made the pro bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick, Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. Is he getting either one of them? Nope. He's, Those he's, guys are really good. But but let's, let's also remember this. Who's coming back this year in uh, L.A.? Uh, I think his name starts with a D, ends with yeah. a Irwin James. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I got him taking Earl Thomas off the list. Oh, you and me both. So, <laughs> People, oh, you ready. Earl James is coming this year, man. I would say, Earl, you were just warming up his spot. Earl, you off this yeah, list. Yeah, you were just a placeholder. Like, what are we talking about? And I still don't view Jonathan Abram over Earl Thomas. So, yeah, my brother. Josh Jacobs the guy. It's the only it's answer. A simple, it's a simple answer. I mean, I guess like part of me thought, like, uh, what about Clellan Farrell? But again, look at the position differences. Yeah. Who's Clellan Farrell going to take over? It's not happening. It's not happening. I like it, Motsi. Look at us. Look at all right. You know what? Let's fi- let's let's finish out the division here. Uh, L.A. Chargers. Before Ooh. we go, before we go to break. Now this is a good one. <sighs> this is not a good one. This is a hard one. It's true. It's also a hard one. All right. So who's off the li- Ingram? Uh, Ingram's well, off Gor- the list. Gor- Bosa's off yeah. the list. Derwin James is off the list. Yeah. Uh, the rookie is Josh Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin. Yeah. <laughs> but Justin, Justin is no guarantee he's going to be the starter because they already talked about how high they are on Tyrod. But Tyrod, like yeah, right. Be the guy. So I'm not. Mm, Melvin Gordon's off to Denver. Is it Austin Eckler's time to shine? Oh, man. That doesn't even sound right. <laughs> Keenan Allen's obviously off the list. Yeah. Mm. Who's the other receiver out there? Um, is it Mike hmm. Williams? I think so. At least it was last year. Yeah. But the only issue with that is the quarterback play. You're going to be asking a lot for them guys. I'm going to go Austin Eckler. Really good defense, decent offensive line, questions at, at, at quarterback. They're going to run the ball. They're going to try and control the clock. They're going to try and win with their defense. I'll go Austin Eckler. Yeah, that's probably the safe pick too, man. Because I said <laughs> from a defensive standpoint, who would, who would I think of that hasn't made it? Denzel Perryman? Yeah. Not happening. Not happening. We talked about how uh, Chris Harris is going to be out there now, but he's already been to the Pro Bowl. Correct. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Desmond King's already been to the Pro Bowl All-Pro as well. Mm-hmm. Might have to be Eckler. And, you know, funny thing, Tyron's already made the Pro Bowl too, so correct, he's not even on the correct, list. I was, thinking, <laughs> I was like, Tyron, baby, he's already on the list. When we were texting about this last night. Yeah. I was thinking about Tyron's Tyron. definitely like, made it. He no, made a Pro he, Bowl he in, a, in Pro Buffalo. Bowl. Yeah. yeah, in Buffalo. 
All right, so we're both going Austin Eckler. Yeah, Austin Eckler, he probably has the best chance, man. Even oh, though I don't see it happening, boy. he definitely has the best chance. Oh, boy, <laughs> Arthur Motes. All right, we've got one, two, three, four, five more teams to get to, including your Pittsburgh Steelers. So don't go anywhere. Keep those tweets coming in at Wesley Euler at the Body 52. <gasps> the Body. Steelers Blitz on SNR. Hit it now. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Predicting one... First time future pro bowler and all pro. That has been our topic du jour today. Euler Motes, Steelers Blitz on SNR. We got a few more teams to get here to here, Motesy, so let's do it. The Miami Dolphins. And you can't say Tua. It's not happening. He's not gonna be the starting quarterback. Yeah, for all the same reasons, right? That we 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 didn't say Joe Burrow. They got Fist Magic down there and they got Josh Rosen, so they're good. I don't I, like this is another one of those like Jacksonville. I don't know where to go here, Motsi. Like I get the like Tua, but not this year. Listen, where they, let me see, who do they even have this good on their roster? Who, that, that, that's what I'm but, trying to think right been to now. The pro right, let's do like a let's do a uh, like a Madden style. All right, well, who are the Dolphins' best player? <laughs> because they still they already have I mean, um, uh, Byron Jones. But Byron yeah. has made a Pro Bowl. He's made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, That's the thing. They're good players like Kyle Van Noy has made a Pro made Bowl. Made a Pro Bowl, yeah. Devontae Parker, has he made one? Xavier Howard, I don't think, has made one. Uh, you know who I'm going to go with? Hold on, let me see. Cause I, I got my answer. Unless you're telling me that Devontae Parker hasn't made one. No, no, well, no, I'm no, checking no. Devontae and I'm how checking Xavier. Uh, how about Mike Gusecki? Ooh, the tight end. Okay, yeah. How about Mike Gusecki? I feel like he's really talented – if you know if Tua ends up being the guy down there and the offensive line gets a little bit better, this is he's only entering his third year, I think, still on his rookie deal. How about Mike Gasecki? Yeah, because um, Zavian has definitely made it. Zavian has made it. I he think Devonte Parker. Parker has as well too. Ooh, actually, no. Is he an awe? Is Mr. Louisville, is he an all? He, he is an all. He has no. never made a Pro Bowl or an All-Pro. So, Devontae Parker Devontae is my pick. Is a good pick. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sorry, Mike. I'm going to go Devontae yeah, Parker Yeah, got to go Devontae. We talked about the receivers in the yeah, AFC. It's buddy. wide open, man. I mean, because I, I could make a case for a Devontae over a Cortland Sutton. I could make that debate. You sure could. I could make a debate for a Devontae over a Andre. Well, Andre made it as a special team. Let, let, me, let me clarify that. Right. Oh, man. Mm. could definitely make that case, though. Hmm. All right, Arthur Motes. Up next, the New England Patriots. Uh-oh. Has uh, Shaq Mason made a Pro Bowl? I believe he has. Uh, I believe. Well, see, I was going with the other guy. Was it uh, Joe? Oh, my goodness. Joe Thunley. Thunley, yeah. Right, because he's my pick because I, th- I think Shaq Mason has made one. But Stephon Gilmore, duh. Devin McCourty, duh. Dunta Hightower, duh. I don't know about Julian Edelman, but I wouldn't pick him at this stage with the quarterback yeah, question Shaq mark. Yeah, Shaq Mason hasn't made a Pro Bowl. Has he not? Ooh, okay. I'm going to go Shaq Mason then. You're going to go Joe Thunley, and we'll see at the end of the year who was right? Yeah. <laughs> well, because the thing is, 
I don't want to be a hater. I feel like I'm a hater. I just don't think Shaq is like on that level. Yeah. I just don't. Where I think Joe can be. So oh, you a hater. Oh, you a hater, hater, Arthur Motes. I don't want to be a hater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I try to be anti-hate, you know? The the Patriots are a tough one, though. Dolphins and Patriots back-to-back, those are two tough ones. I mean, I shoot, mean, Joe, Joe was what, all rookie team too, man, mm-hmm. by the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was. He I'm was. To think who, Cam ooh. Newton's obviously off no, the no, list. No, 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 no. What's the running back up there? Not uh, Burkhead, the other. Oh, man. Oh, oh, yeah. What is his name? Give me one second. It's almost there. I'm scratching it. I get it. Uh, uh, J.J. Taylor. No. Is it J.J. Taylor? No. no He's no, one no. of the running backs. Who's the other? The main out of Georgia. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Not DeAndre Swift. That no, was that no, was this no. past year. All Don't these you hate when this happens? Not not Chubb. That was the other Georgia. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you guys. <laughs> Shout out to the internet. Here we go. I still do not see the name. Sony Michelle just yes! came to me. Yes, thank How you. How you like me now, yes. baby? That's that's noted SEC expert yes. Wesley Euler for you. Sony Michelle. I feel like I'm taking my chances with Sony. Yeah? I mean, he had 912 yards on the ground last year, seven touchdowns. Yeah, that's a good pick by you, and that's another team who, all right, fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch my guard picks. I'm going to go Yeah, probably one of Sony. those 50 million running backs to come out of Georgia the last couple of years. Because <laughs> yeah, you know with Cam, or, uh, I mean, if Cam is out there, well, either way, regardless if it's Cam or if it's Steedham, Sony is going to be the feature guy in that offense. Mm-hmm. Let's and see. with, with uh, Joe Thoney uh, – Thuny, I said it right. I think it's Thuny. Thuny, yeah, I think Thuny, you're right. right. Yeah, with Thuny coming it's back. It's tomato. No, it's tomato. Yeah, it's one of those. But either way, I think man, did that shores up the offensive line even more? <clears throat> yeah. Offensive line that struggled yeah. last year because of the abs- the absence of him. Yeah, man, I'm going Michelle. I like it. I like it. How about we'll stay in division here? The New York J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Arthur Motes, you know this. Again, it's the third time I've said this today. <laughs> Anybody who's listened to the show for more than 15 minutes oh, knows this. Man. I love Makai Becton. I uh-huh. think he was my favorite tackle. He was my favorite offensive but lineman in the class last year. But you're not going I know where you're going. I think it was an absolute steal for the Jets to get him where you're they got him. You're not going there, though. But That's, I'm not going there. You're not going there. You never do that. Mozi, if you're keeping tally here, right, all those young AFC quarterbacks that I could have uh, gone with. Oh, now I know I didn't go with going. Tua. Uh-huh. I didn't go with Joe Burrow. Uh-huh. I didn't go with your boy, Baker Mayfield. Oh, because I'm going Sam Darnold to take Ryan Tannehill's spot. He's never the best quarterback in his division. Ooh. You're right, Cam Newton is, but Cam Newton's already no, made the Pro Bowl. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 no. He's not the best please. quarterback in his division. Okay, now listen. Is this going to split <laughs> us? Is, is, is Sam Darnold oh, and Josh no. Allen, is that our next Dak and Wentz? Absolutely. We what are you found, talking about? You want Sam next Darnold? Dak I'm going Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's not better than Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Is Sam Darnold better than Josh Heck Allen? Heck yeah, he is. Get out of here. Heck yeah, he is. So if you're starting a franchise right tomorrow, you're now, taking Sam Darnold. Clean slate, yes. Now, oh, if, I'm taking, if I'm taking Josh Allen in the context what? of the Bills or Sam Darnold in the context of the Jets, I'll go with Allen. I give definitely me, think give me Josh he could have a better year. something out of nothing. Sam. Not only can he pass, who is the only player with the 99 throwing power on Madden, Sam. but he can create with his legs, and he doesn't see ghosts. Kids see ghosts sometimes. Yeah. Sam Darnold. Sam, kids see ghosts oh. sometimes. Darnold. And remember, kids see ghosts. If it wasn't for Kanye, Cuddy got carried. Woo! Oh, here we go. 
You just gonna talk about my boy Kid oh, Cudi like man. that? Huh? You think there's gonna be no repercussions? Oh man! You gonna talk about my boy Cudi like that? You huh? Really gonna go I see tell him you what, Donald? you better be careful. You better be careful when you go to start your car when you leave here, Arthur. I, I just feel some type of way about you that. You might want to have somebody else start that engine for you. That's I, all I, I'm saying. I just saying. feel some type of way about that. That's yeah. It's not the best quarterback in the AFC in the AFC East. You're right. He's the second best. Third best behind Cam Newton. Third, maybe fourth. Base, th- debatable. I'm taking Fitzpatrick over him, honestly. <laughs> now I know you're what? just to, now I know you're just trying to cook my grits over here. Fitzpatrick's the better quarterback right now. <sighs> he is. Oh Christ. Oh, he my. is. Oh, here we go. Give me two over over Darnold. Oh, here we go. All right, so we found it. I mean, you guys thought we were passionate about Dak and Wentz these last two years. Let's wait till the next the next it, two it, years. This one even and more Allen. so because Allen is football former team, so you know that hits a whole mm, other uh, way. I know it. That hits a whole other way. It. I know, but that's all right. At least we we're both agreeing that Baker, neither, neither of our guy is Baker Mayfield. At yeah, least we got at least we got that going for us. Not a chance. All I right. mean, it's safe to say that you know. Josh Allen was the best quarterback in that draft. Well, second best quarterback in that draft. I was going to say, second hold best, on now. Uh, one disrespect. of those quarterbacks has won an MVP. Right, right, right. I'm not going to disrespect second best quarterback in that draft, all right? <laughs> I was going to tell you, you know what, but that's not fair. Uh, I see, I just went against. I was going to say, you know what, let's put up a Twitter poll. But that's not fair because you got thousands and thousands of Bills followers. They're yeah, all going to vote right. for they're, Josh they're, Allen. Without that's a, doubt. That's yeah, a compromise yeah, poll. A we can't do that. It's always funny for me when, when I have to compare Steelers and Bills because literally I have more Steeler followers but I still have a very strong faction of Bill fans that they still rock with me. So it always makes the comment section very interesting. But for me, man, the correct answer and the only answer for the Jets is Mekhi Becton. You talked about how I high you him. were him, man. I love him. We think that he can come in here and change the offensive line for the Jets, protect Sam Darnold, have create holes for Levin. Quentin Nelson type Absolutely, impact. Absolutely, man. So with that being the case, and let's be real, we talked about how the the um the tackles in particular in the AFC outside of Stanley and outside of um uh Laramie Tunsil, yeah, is gonna be open, open between Orlando Brown Jr. and Trent Brown. So with that being said, man, I have a strong, strong belief that Makai Becton can come in there and take one of those spots, man. So, you know, that's why I go with it, baby. I like that call, and you know that's my boy. And there's less riding on, I think, his individual success than Darnold's. Absolutely, yes. But you know, we got to disagree on some of these. So I'm not, I'm not. You're not going to get me to change my pick this time. All right. I mean, like I said, you you're picking the fourth best debatable. He might even be. He might even be fifth best behind Rosen. Here we go. Is Sam Darnold better than Rosen? You probably think, uh, what's his name, Jared Steedham's better than Darnold too. You're right. You know what? He might be better than him too. Six best quarterback in the division. Six best quarterback. He's debatable, man. Oh, uh, we're having some fun today. We're having some fun today. Arthur Motes, Tennessee Titans. This is an interesting. This is another one. Like a whole, lot of their the guys that you think. Now, I right, know my guy though. I got my guy. are all pro already. Pro Bowl already has. Ooh, let me let me check something real quick. But the, yeah. Off the top of my head, right? Because I, I'm admittedly here. I'll peel the curtain back. I didn't do a ton of research on the Tennessee Titans last night when Motes and I were preparing this topic. I mean, does anyone ever look at the Tennessee Titans? No, but you know what's funny? I've I've come to realize the Tennessee Titans are one of those teams that everybody forgets about. Mm-hmm. But like their fan base will let you know that they exist yes. real quick, yes. real quick, absolutely. Like anytime McAfee tries to, you know, because he's the Colts yeah, guy, yeah. he tries to dog the Titans. Anytime, uh, like Monday, yesterday, I forget who it was. I think it was Mike Golick Jr. Like said something disrespectful yes, about the Titans, and like is he was just like out. their whole yeah. show the whole day was angry Titans fans. Yeah. Um. What about Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle? I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's really all that I got. 
Well, because I say either him or Dory Jackson. Hmm. But once again, when you talk defensive backs, corners in the AFC, yeah, it is stacked. Yeah. And, and like I said, if you're going to make a case for Marcus Peters to come off the list, we already talked about uh, – I forgot the corner that we talked about earlier that I said would potentially be on that list or have a chance to get on that list. Jeez, not greedy. Was it greedy? Uh, I mean, you mentioned him, but I, C.J. Henderson, C. I Henderson, think yeah. I, I think we had him above Greedy. Yeah. So that's my only thing, man. It, it's tough. Mm-hmm. And that's with Steven Nelson not making it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all anticipating Steven Nelson building on the success that he had last year. <sighs> I'm trying to think any young. I mean, Okuda went to the NFC, so yeah, he's not so in this discussion. C.J.'s the only one. And C.J.'s the, probably the yeah. only other one. But for me, man, I was a big Jeffrey Simmons fan. And, and like I said, the only reason he dropped – coming in was because of the torn ACL that he suffered and think it was what February training before the combine and things like that so you you look at the impact he had last year even when he came in I think he had what six or seven sacks only in a, a handful of games mm-hmm. you give him a full season I think he's gonna continue to grow and emerge and also drill Casey is gone so that means more opportunities he doesn't have to play sidekick he could be the guy so I, I'm going I'm going Jeffrey Simmons here I like it. Yeah, that for me, I, that feels like the only answer too, especially yeah. with uh, Jarrell Casey. Yeah, excuse me, gone right. I mean, he should Ke- have more Kevin opportunity. Byers already made a Pro Bowl. Dev- uh, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, um, Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, literally everyone has made one. For- yeah, <laughs> all the good players. The good guys in the secondary have made Pro Bowls. Yeah, well, hold on now. Or wait, AJ Brown did not make the Pro Bowl last year. Okay, I changed my answer. AJ Brown. Yeah, are you? He, you're right. He didn't. He did not make the Pro Bowl last year. I thought he made it as an alternate, but you're right. I did as well. Okay, we're changing our yeah. answer. AJ See, that's Brown why we're writing this all down man. in pencil. AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. I like it. it Look at you, Boatsy. Good hey, stuff. Man, that's what the internet's for, bro. I can just and you know what they say. If it's, if it's on the internet, it must be true. No, no, no. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not a Wikipedia guy. Pro Football reference is like that. That's your scholarly Iron articles. Clad. <laughs> Got to go with a scholarly scholarly Iron. journal. This Ironclad. Is right this is this is a .edu, not a .com. <laughs> I wish I had a pro hockey reference page so that we could compare Arthur Motes and I's credentials. But oh, man. unfortunately, I yeah, it's got to be AJ Brown. Never, d- never dipped into the year. junior hockey pool. That's yeah. a great yeah. It's got to be AJ Brown, receiver, right? Eight touchdowns, only on fifty-two receptions, and he did that with one half of the season with Mariota, the other half yeah, with two different quarterbacks, along with them force feeding Derrick Henry the ball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, come on, man. What, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? What were we thinking? AJ Brown is not even close. Arthur, Arthur, Juan Brown. Is that really? Is yes. It, is it? So you know I love him even more now. I know you get first name, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Motsi, we have talked about 15 teams in the AFC. There's Ooh. one left to get to. It's what your team is that? Pittsburgh oh. Steelers. Ooh, I, I, don't do that. I don't do that nearly as well as you do. When we come back here, we'll talk about the Steelers as well as getting to your tweets. So last chance to get them in for the day, or you got to hold your peace for the next 22 hours. You never know. We might. It might be four days. You never know. I mean, we it's just true. disappear We just sometimes. pile up and disappear. We got to yeah. keep you on your toes. Keep you on your toes. We, wanna, we just want to make sure we're really tuning in. It's true. That we can never know. know how much you yeah. love us unless you tell us that you miss us, right? Yeah. And absence does make the heart grow fonder. It does. That's what they say. The last chance to get those tweets in. At West Steeler, at the body 52. The body. Who's the Pittsburgh Steeler most likely to be a future first-time pro bowler and all and or all pro, I should say. And we'll get to your tweets as well when we wrap up the show on the other side. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR.
tweets here in just a minute but arthur motes before we get to the tweets come on you already know what we gotta do here we gotta wrap up this discussion that we've been having and talk about the answer for the pittsburgh steelers of course the question arthur motes is uh you know what honestly before we do this before we do this steelers thing we do have some breaking news we have to get to here too yeah um i'm glad that you kind of gave me that look like wait a second i thought we were what are we i'm 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 glad you got me here uh chris jones the chiefs defensive tackle just got a massive deal four years 85 million from the kansas city chiefs that according to adam Schefter, he's pretty tapped in pretty reliable source according to shefty mozi 60 million in guarantees and you and I were just talking about why this is actually a bad thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, because I'm looking at Cam Hayward, who's up for an extension as well. Yeah. And from a con- I mean, from a productivity standpoint, from a number standpoint, yeah. Chris ain't seeing Cam like that. Not not to – I mean, the, the, on average, this is mean what Chris is going to average, what, 20, 21 a year? Yep. Yeah, if you're Cam Hayward, I mean, you're looking at his numbers versus mm-hmm. your numbers career-wise. And his production versus yeah. your production career-wise. I mean, you got to think, bro, last year, last year, they both had nine sacks. Chris uh, Chris Jones had 36 total tackles. Cam Hayward had 83. Yeah. And the Dude, age, you what? know, the age thing plays into it, too, obviously. Chris Jones yeah, just Cam, turned 26. Yeah, and Cam, what, is 31 30, right now? 31. But 31. he's also maybe not even necessarily looking to sign, you know, a long-term deal like that. Right. Maybe he just wants a two- or three-year deal with more money while he's yeah. still kind of in his prime here. Uh, either way, you kind of cut it. That's Ooh. not good news for the Steelers. A guy who yeah, hey, listen, Cam definitely is good. <laughs> I, we don't want to make it sound like we're like Chris Jones is a nice football player. Like, oh, no, not, he's a really good player, but he's more pass rusher solely. Whereas yes. Cam is way far and ahead in terms of being more complete pass rusher and run. I mean, Chris Jones has two hot seasons. Is the this past season where he had the nine sacks and the year before mm-hmm. that we went for fifteen and a half. Cam has a twelve and a half. Has numerous nine sack seasons. Not to mention the amount of tackles that he's had. Also, on a year in y'all basis, are far and ahead of Chris Jones. So, and it's funny too. Every joke on my Twitter timeline right now is like Cam Hayward looking at the Chris Jones deal with him doing the the rock oh, yeah. smell thing, and everyone's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, Cam Hayward's agent loves this." Yeah. Yeah, because that's what we're saying. If Chris Jones, again, we're not poo-pooing him as a player. He's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. But if he's getting $20, $21 million a year, Cam Hayward's going to be getting a nice chunk of change. Hometown discount, 17 and a half, 18? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. God bless. Uh, who's the guy again? I always forget Omar this. Omar Khan. Omar Khan, <laughs> the cap guy for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Arthur Motz, let's finish our conversation, too, as it relates to the Steelers predicting first time pro bowlers or all pros for the Steelers. I think I know where you're going with this one. 
I think I know where you're going with this one, actually. Defense, number 5-5, five, five, the brethren? See, I thought you was going offense. Well, I know you're going to go with Devin Bush, and that is obviously my answer. So, so that's me... where we differ. I wasn't going with Devin Bush, actually. Ooh. Okay, so you know what? I thought you were going to go Devin Bush uh-huh. for sure. So I was going to say, you know what? For, for fun debate's sake, let me throw out another one to you. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say Matt Filer. Mm, okay. You like, I like that? that? You I like, like that? that? But if you're not going Devin Bush, then I'll take Devin Bush. Heck yeah. Yeah, you can have Devin. I was going Deontay. I like that. I thought about Deontay, too. Because this is my thing. And we I know what you're about... thinking with Devin Bush. C.J. Mosley's coming back this year. Yeah, I know. And, and Devin is going to have to take that next step of being Batman, not being Robin. He's not going to have a Mark Barron next to him right now as a sister. Today he has Vince Williams or he has uh, Ulysses Gilbert next to him. Hmm. That's that's putting a lot more burden on uh, Devin Bush. We talked about how he's going to have to step up and be far better in coverage. He's going to have way more of the difficult coverage assignments and the challenges that presents. Whereas Deontay, Deontay got off last year with um, with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph as his quarterbacks. And granted, he was all pro, and I know but that ta- was as a returner, uh, we're, we're talking as a wide as receiver, a wide receiver and I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll let that yes. one slide. Yeah, yeah because you're there, saying there is a, a difference. There, there is, is certainly a difference yeah. as a special teamer yeah, and a absolutely. position player. We're, we're, yeah. we're talking as a wide receiver. That's, yeah. I like I it, I think though. a setup perfect, man. He's going to have been coming back. You anticipate his numbers going up because of what he's able to do. Also, his style of play it is very advantageous for a guy like Ben, who's coming back off of elbow injury. You don't, I mean, with Deontay, he can stretch the field, but a lot of Deontay's productivity came from running just stop routes. Him running, what, eight, uh, seven to 10 yards at the corner, stopping on the down, turn around, catch the ball, make a guy miss. Throwing him a screen pass right now, getting him the ball early and often and letting him just create in space. That's what he does. That's where he excels. Yeah. He's just, uh, he can out athlete guys. We talk about the play against Arizona Cardinals where he catches the screen pass on the right side, reverses field. It takes a, a no-yard gain and makes it a 14-yard gain. We've seen him numerous times in terms of what he can do when he gets the ball early. And because of the speed that he plays with, it makes corners scared to press him. So with them having to play off, he's going to eat up just easy 10-yard catches on the stop routes, on the deep out routes and things like that. And then when you do get a guy who wants to challenge him, well, now you got a guy with pinpoint <laughs> accuracy and a Ben Roethlisberger. Now yeah. he can take the deep shots and put it in a place where only he can catch it. It's exciting. I feel like all of those things play perfect for him. And you still have Juju who's still going to draw attention because of his name, because of who he is, and because of what he's done. I think all of those things factor in perfectly for Deontay. Whereas with Devin, like I said, man, you talk about a guy like C.J. Mosley coming back. We talked about how at the inside linebacker position is already crowded. Tremaine Edmonds. You got Tremaine. You got Darius Leonard. I said, Dante, you could take Dante off. But you also remember C.J. Mosley is coming back. Mm-hmm. We could take Dante off. But we also talked about how, oh, who was it early in this segment? Patrick Queen. Mm-hmm. We talked about how you still be high on him. There are a lot more names, I feel like, at the interior linebacker position than it is at that wide receiver position. So that's why for me I'm going Deontay. I like it. And you know what? I'm going to go Matt Filer. I'm going to do it. I like that, though. That's Yeah, clean. 28 years clean. old. Going <laughs> to left guard, right tackle. You know what? He could make it at either. Yeah. Uh, should be hitting his – literally, actually, a week ago today, he turned 28. Happy late birthday there to Matt. Yeah, man. Um, but now the only thing, though. What's the only thing? Guard position is pretty stacked. I know. It is tough. And I mean, he beat the cat competing with the Castro. I mean, there you got Yonda leaving. Team. Yonda leaving. Yonda's gone. Out. 
She's still got Quentin Nelson, who's going to be a starter. I don't know. Yonda leaving, though. I'm going to stick with Filer. You know, I'm going to do it. He's going to have a big year either at left guard or at right tackle. I'm going to stick with Filer. And the Steelers' offense is going to put up big numbers, and he's going to get a lot of credit. How about that? I like it, man. How about that? So neither of us went chalk with Devin Bush. Yeah. Look at us. We're just a couple geniuses. I like the Deontay Johnson yeah, pick. Though. That's I think, a, that's I think a good Devin one. Bush is going to take a huge step forward, but I just it's a lot it's of a lot of good there, young. Man. And if we're talking the All Pro conversation, Correct. right? Devin White comes into this, yeah, and like, and you still have Bobby Wagner into this conversation. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's different. Those are some beasts. And now, didn't Devin? He was an alternate last year, wasn't he? Did he make alternate? I don't. Or he would have been one of those like next in it once. Uh, I think Hightower, he was an alternate alternate yeah, if that alt- makes yeah, the second alternate <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Because Hightower was alternate getting in. Correct. Because of would have been Darius Leonard, maybe? I believe Darius Leonard sat out because he had an injury. Yes. Yes. So then that's because how he was Hightower banged up. In. Yeah. Because they were saying, right, if they would have made the playoffs, he wouldn't have been able to play, I believe, was what they were saying about Darius Leonard. So I don't think yeah, I don't think he played in the Pro Bowl last year. I think he was nursing an in- an injury still. Yeah, it was either that or Hightower was the one who who set out. It's one or the other. Okay. That makes sense then. Yeah, I think Hightower set out and then Edmonds got in okay. that way. Because I remember being like, man, how does Edmonds not get in oh, as a first, That's right. first That's guy? Right. You know what I mean? I think we had that conversation, yeah, absolutely. Actually, That's what it was. All right, let's get to these tweets here, Motsi, before we get out of here. Don Juan, he's upset. Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh, He's uh-oh. like, we're always getting disrespected by the media. Now we're getting disrespected by Madden. I don't agree with TJ Watts rating. The guy was in the running for Defensive Player of the Year last year. He was. I mean, he's right. He's right. I, the, the yeah, disres- TJ has to have a higher rating, man. He That's, has to. Yeah. He should be in the 90s at least. Yeah. At least. A man is a wrecking ball. And then we got this one from David. This is great. And he These, has the gaudy numbers. Like, most of the time, you, you make that case for a guy who was very productive. He doesn't have the gaudy sock, uh, sack numbers. That wasn't the case with TJ. TJ. Had both. He had gaudy numbers. He had the splash Multiple plays, interceptions. The multiple forced fumbles, forced fumbles. The highlight plays. The primetime games. I mean, he had everything. The disrespect. I think the only thing that could potentially have hurt TJ – you know, we talk about how a team just has too many good pieces on defense. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Because when you talk about the Steelers defense, yeah. can you sit here and say that TJ's the best player on defense right now? We the, just talked about Cam Hayward. Right. We talked about Mika Fitzpatrick. We haven't talked about Stephon Tewitt. You're Who, right. By the way, Madden has Tewitt rated higher than TJ. Yeah, I Watt. saw that. I definitely saw One that. One point, but, but nonetheless – Still well, high. That that still makes me wonder too, because at first I was like, maybe Ben's rating is lower because he's coming off of an injury. Not the case because two is coming off of injury mm-hmm. as well. And they still got him as an eighty-seven yeah. overall. So they're respecting the big dog. Yeah, they're just not respecting the other big dog, TJ. Yeah. So that was my <laughs> only thing. I'm like, I, I could see them making a the case that is TJ the best player on the defense right now. Hmm. Because there are a lot of no, that's, other that's pieces. A, that's, yeah. so that's, it's a testament to Cam Hayward, to Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, absolutely. To Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson, to Stephon Tewitt, yeah. what we saw through the first four or five games last year. That Yeah, I mean, you can't clearly. I think if anybody's trying to say, oh, no, it's clearly T.J. Watt, like you can debate a lot of different yeah. guys on that defense. So that's an astute point by you, Arthur Motes. Even though, again, I mean, he should be like five or six points higher. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Last one here, Motsi. David asked this question, and you know these are the type of questions you and I. Shout out to David, I, too, man. We miss you, David. I know. Good photoshops from David and Thrash as they've missed us over the last four days. David says, uh, best uniforms in the NFL, draft style, who's your number one pick? Best uniforms? Ooh, Arthur Motes. How about, oh, how about top three, and we'll start from the back, all right? 
You want me to go first? You want to go first? How do you want to do this? I always go first. You want to keep that tradition, or you want to go first here? Um, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I, I I do like the Rams' new off-white uniform. I think that's pretty clean. I asked man. for your top three. All right, I'm about to go. Okay. Yeah, you said top three, so that's why this is sound that like the Rams. One? No, you said three? start backward. Okay. Come on, man, you made the rules. Well, you you're not even listening. Me, you just said a, a jersey. You didn't tell me what. So you are we said, going? Are, we, uh, are you going all three, or are we going back and forth from three down to one? We can go back and forth. All right, you're going white Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm going the off white, not not the regular white. The I know what you're talking about. Rams. All right, yeah. number three for me, and I'm going to get this in now because I might not be able to very soon. The Washington Redacted's home jerseys. I've never seen that jersey. What do you mean? The burgundy and the yellow. I've never seen this Redacted's team that you're speaking the of. The Washington what, Redacted's. They play what, what team is that? I've never heard of that team They're before. just the Washingtons right now. They got no, <laughs> they got no nickname. <laughs> Why do you think it's going to be an R? It's probably going to be like the Washington Orthomosis. Uh, if so, you better get me, me and you calling the games. Hey, man. Money Commentator talks. crew? Money talks. Uh, come holler at us. Come holler at us, Steelers. <laughs> All right, so you got Rams off white. I've got Washington Redacted's home, uh, number two. I'm going Bills all red. I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers, home blacks. Okay. And number one on our Steelers color rush, blacks, number one. It's no debate. You didn't let me do the. Oh, I thought that was for you. And number one. I'm going the Pittsburgh Steelers color rush all blacks. There we go. <laughs> I'm going the Oakland Raiders traditional blacks. Oh. So I got all three home uniforms. I got uh, the Washington Redacted. I'm not a tradition guy. I'm not a tra- I've yeah. got the Washington Redacted's homes. I've got the Steelers homes. And I've got the Raiders homes. Mozi, a little bit different. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of color. I'm a fan of the alternates. I, I love the off-white because that's like this hip is with the current times. I love the all red that the Bills use in terms of an alternate jersey. I, I'm a big fan of red. I, it's like my yeah. favorite color. The Bills jerseys are clean. Yeah. And then I just love the all black color rush because it's so menacing. And I think of the fact that that was the first time in Steelers history where you saw an all black uniform and just how menacing it looked. Honorable so, honorable yeah. mention for you? I'd go either Chargers, Powder Blues. Ooh, the Powder Blues are nice. Or just the, the Chiefs straight up home jerseys. I love the red with the yellow and See, white for trim. Me, for me, I'm going the uh the Thanksgiving alternate that the Cowboys wear. You know they got like the darker oh, blue. Oh, those are sweet. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I love them the with the stars on the on the on the but shoulders. I sweet. love those, yeah. Those are sweet. Yeah. There's I mean, we could talk about this for an hour. There's some really there's some really nice uniforms out there. Good question, David. We like it. Great stuff from everybody today. We're back the rest of the week, all right? So you don't have to worry. You don't have to, you know, uh, get your, you know, the peek through the windows to see if Moats and I are in the studio here, all right? We are back. All week, we're rocking and rolling, and uh, so you know where to find us. High noon tomorrow, and as always, on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steeler Nation Radio.